believe that in the 21st century, the topic of periods remains a taboo. My name is Leah, and in this podcast, I interview different people from different walks of life and different stories, and we talk about periods, because it is time to normalize the conversation around our blood. This is I Bleed. I've always been so phobic of needles, so acupuncture was never something I ever considered as an alternative to medicine. I had heard of its benefits, but never had the courage to try it out. However, after speaking to Hannah, an acupuncturist based in London who specializes in dealing with menstrual issues, I am convinced that I missed out on the benefits of this practice, and I'm actually considering giving it a try. Acupuncture is beyond just needles. It truly looks at things from a holistic point of view and always seeks for answers by looking at the root of the problem. In this episode, we talk about the philosophy behind acupuncture and how it can help women reconnect to their cycle in a more positive, organic and holistic way. Well, I, when uh, my daughter is, is 15 now, and when I was pregnant with her, she was, they wanted, they had some issue with my placenta, and they said that they wanted to induce me at 40 weeks. And I was, I really wanted to have a home birth. I didn't want to have any intervention. And someone said to me, oh, you should go and try acupuncture. So I went to this lady, a lady called Emma Cannon, who's quite a famous acupuncturist over in the UK. She does a lot of work uh, with fertility. And she gave me, I think, two treatments. And I went into labor on my due date. I had a four-hour labor, no complications, really, really straightforward. And I was just completely blown away. I was like, wow, what, what happened there? It was so unexpected that everything went to plan and everything was really positive so it yeah it completely changed my life I guess wow and then that's where you decided that's it like I'm gonna I'm gonna start learning about it well no I went back to so I had my daughter I went back to work and then I worked for another about a year and a half and I kept having acupuncture so I kept going for regular treatment just because you know I was a new mom I was working And then I got pregnant with my second child and I had acupuncture all through my pregnancy just to keep me well. And then again, I had some pre-birth acupuncture before I had my son, had a really great home birth, really straightforward. Um, And then, so then I had two children at home and then I thought, right, that's it. I'm changing my career. What, What was it that like, about like acupuncture and the Chinese medicine that made you more drawn towards it? Um, I think it's, you know, I think the thing about acupuncture, it's like a whole body um, approach. So, you know, sometimes, so, you know, if we're talking periods, if you go, sometimes if you go to your GP with period problems and you'll say, okay, I've got period pain. And so, you know, I'm, I'm not slating GPs here, but it's just, this is the way Western medicine treats. So they will say, okay, your options are you take painkillers or you go on the contraception pill. You know, that's kind of the pretty standard treatment where as acupuncture, you know, it looks at everything. So it would look at, you know, okay, so what's your sleep like? What's your digestion like? You know, how much stress have you got in your life? Um, What are you eating? Are you eating too many cold foods? Are you eating too many raw foods? It will look at 
every single aspect of your life and look at your period pain in context of everything else. So it kind of tries to get to the root of the problem of, okay, why is this person experiencing period pain as opposed to just treating period pain in complete isolation to everything else in life? So that right. really it really resonates with me that that's, that's how you would do medicine and that's how you make people better. You don't just look at their issue in isolation. You look at the whole picture. Right. So it's a more holistic approach altogether. Yeah. It's much more holistic and it's much more, you know, um, just goes a lot more deeper into the person as an individual rather than, you know, it's one treatment for everybody. So it's the pill or it's painkillers it's like every treatment is very unique and very sort of tied to that person and how, and how they present in clinics. So I think it's really special because it's so individual. And what kind of like, what kind of problems in regards to periods can you solve with acupuncture or like does acupuncture look at? Uh, well, I mean, I, you know, a lot of a big area that I work in is with with periods and women with periods. It's a real passion of mine. And so I do a lot of women who've got painful periods, a lot, a lot, a lot of women with PMS, you know, really overwhelming PMS, PMT symptoms. Um, I do quite a lot of work with women who've got very heavy periods or they've got no periods. So perhaps their periods have um, stopped and their menstrual cycle is completely shut down. So they seem to be the, you know, the things that I see in clinic the most and the things that people respond really well to when they have treatment. And, and usually, so for example, like if I would come to you with a period problem, so you would ask me all these questions and then based on oh, the questions, yeah. you yeah. give me a treatment. It's not just like putting, like poking needles inside me. No, no. It's, well, I mean, it is putting needles in ultimately, <laughs> but we, we would go through. So, you know, if you come and have an acupuncture treatment with me, the first consultation is usually about an hour and a half. It's a good long time because I want to go through your whole body from top to toe. So headaches, eye problems, ear problems, problems with your teeth, chest problems, you know, literally go down the whole system. And I think, you know, when I'm looking at hormones, I do a lot around digestion and stomach issues. And, you know, are you opening your bowels every day? Because that's really important for good hormone health. And I do a lot about diet. So are you eating well? Are you eating the right foods? Are you eating them at the right time? We look at stress. Stress is a really big, you know, really impacts our hormones because, you know, if we've got high levels of cortisol, then, you know, our body's ability to make progesterone gets inhibited. So it's really, really important that stress is managed and dealt with and, and looked at and sleep as well, because you know, lots of people don't have good sleep, you know, they're double screening, they're on phones, they're watching TV, they get into bed and their brain is completely wired. Right. So you know, I, I look at having balance in all areas of your life because, you know, I, I could do needles till the cows came home, but unless you're going to make changes in lots of different areas, as well as doing the needles, that's what I mean by it being holistic, you know, you've got to do all the lifestyle thing as well as having the needles because the needles will only get you so far. Right. It's about, it's about thinking, well, why is, why is my body doing this? What is it? Because you know, your, your period is a vital sign. It's a, it's your body's, your periods, you know, in Chinese medicine, if you, if a woman is having a good period, she's got good menstrual health, then the energy of the body is working well. But if the period is going awry, if something is happening, then, there is something wrong with the energetics there and we need to find out why that problem and where it's coming from. 
Right. So, so you kind of ask also your patients to also do the work, right? So you guide them yeah. to doing the work themselves. It's not just like I'm coming, I lay down, like no, because it's not. You know, there's sometimes there's an idea that you know the therapist has all the answers, and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna make you better, but it, right. it's not. You know, you put in partnership. You know, because they're, they're the people who make the best progress, who, you know, really do well, you know, having treatment with me. Because treatment usually lasts over three months. You know, it's not just you come once and your period gets better. It's a process. So we work through, I usually like to see people over about three cycles and together we make small changes because it's, it's difficult to make change. It's difficult to change life habits. But, you know, my, I think a part of my role is to support women to make that change and be an advocate for them to make that change and to think about, you know, ways that they could do that. So it's, it's, a, it's very much a process. And obviously the needles do, you know, things with the body energetically. So they really help balance the hormones. They really help switch off the stress, but you know, I can do all of that, but if you go out and then you're going to work a 16 hour day and you're not going to sleep very well, it's, it's not really it's difficult. like right and what like usually from your experience with these women have you seen like like a, a change that is very noticeable like do women come with a problem and then three months later they don't have that problem yeah a lot, i mean a lot of the time people get better gradually i mean sometimes it's really quick and it, it's you know people would say it's that you know it's you know it's like the, people can't quite believe how much better things have got but a lot of the time I'd say by about three cycles you know the periods are much better they're much healthier and I think women have a better understanding of what it means to have a good cycle you know we have really poor education of how our periods should be how we should be managing it all the different things that we can do in life and so you know when people realize you know, that their diet is affecting their hormones. It's like a light goes on. And so they, they start to make the changes. They see the changes in the cycle and they feel really empowered to carry on and, and continue to do the work. Right, because the truth be told, like we are never told, we're never taught that what we eat can affect our cycle or that like yeah. stress can affect our cycle. And in regards to stress, have you felt like throughout this pandemic, like that maybe people's uh, period um have been more problematic yeah it's, it's interesting i think for, i think it very much depends on how you've experienced the pandemic so for some people you know life has got less stressful because you know they've been working at home they've not been commuting right. you know kind of it, it's kind of dropped down a level so some people i think have found that their periods have got better but in in the uk they did do a survey and i think it was 62 percent of women said that their periods had actually got worse and i'm they had, I'm sure they had to they had to homeschool probably yeah exactly exactly <laughs> if you're homeschooling and working and you know just all of that then i think um it really does not surprise me that this the impact of the stress especially i mean in lockdown, I did a, a webinar on PMS because um, I knew that a lot of people would be really suffering. And so we did a whole, uh, you know, free webinar for women to just join and to, you know, talk about PMS and good ways to manage it and, you know, tools that they could maybe use in lockdown to, to help. So, so I, think, I think more than 50% of women would definitely say that the stress really impacted the experience of their hormones and then their periods. Yeah, I mean, I felt for sure myself that like my PMS was like completely nuts during the lockdown and I gained weight as well. And my cycle yeah. got shorter, like, yeah. you know, 
So it just yeah. all felt like out of sync somehow. Yeah. And a lot of that is stress because, you know, cortisol, you know, one of the big stress hormones massively, massively interferes with your body's ability to make progesterone. So that, you know, the, the hormone in the second half of your cycle that calms you down, that kind of stops your periods being heavy, that reduces your anxiety. If you're producing loads and loads of um, cortisol, your body can't make progesterone. It would it will choose cortisol over progesterone. You, it doesn't like... Um, you know, make it and use it. So it's it's really no wonder because we all had really high levels of cortisol. So yeah, there's a there's a very clear medical Western you know explanation as to why PMS got worse. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, and 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 in terms of like acupuncture, like there was a like you were giving a different way of dealing with it rather than just popping pills and like yeah yeah. So I mean, a lot of a lot of I'd say a lot of what m my job is, it's about, you know, explaining those, those different toolkits, there's different ways of managing your cycle. So, you know, one of the first things I say to anybody that I work with is, do you track your cycle? You know, do you know, if you're not taking the contraception, do you know, are you at the follicular phase? Are you at the beginning phase of your cycle? Are you ovulating? Are you in the luteal phase? And having a just having an awareness and knowing where you're at and what you might be experiencing can really change the way that you think about your hormones so you know if you're in the second half of your cycle and um you know it's when you get pms it's a really i always say to, to women it's a really good time to go to bed early to eat really well to avoid stressful situations you know to have a conversation with you know, the, your partner and say, look, you need to pick up life here because I'm just feeling quite sensitive and I'm feeling quite tired. Can you help out? You know, and having those conversations before you're in the depths of PMS, because when you're in it, you know, <laughs> you're not, you you're not there. <laughs> you can't get out of it. And if someone says you've got PMS, you want to, you know, you want to hit them. <laughs> so yeah. it, it's about preempting you know it's about okay looking at your calendar and thinking okay next week is my week so what am I gonna do I'm gonna you know try and reduce my workload or I'm gonna you know right. employ some tactics to make life a bit easier because if life is a bit easier you're much more able to cope with the PMS right right I mean for me I, I found sharing with my husband because I have like I track my cycle with an app so I yeah. share the app with him they have this option so he really? knows he knows prior he's like all right and he doesn't even say Leah you're PMSing anymore yeah because if he says that he's not like yeah. he's gonna you're get you're it. to ruin if you say that <laughs> he just reads it and he takes it in calmly yeah. <laughs> does it does he does it does he have um you know, will he pick things up for you? Will he like, you know, yes, definitely. I, I don't know what it's like because, you know, will he wash up without being? Yes, asked yes, definitely. Up? Yes, yes. Yeah, because that really helps if you, if oh, you don't yeah. have a conversation. If someone says, you know what, I've got this, you go and sit down. It's like, oh, you know, that's what, yeah, that's what it changed did. a lot. The, it changed a lot. Me knowing and me tracking and me sharing changed a lot. The dynamics and the horrible fights we used to have during yeah. the PMS week, you know, it kind of yeah. eats things down. And like, do you think like the work that you do is slightly similar to a therapist as well? Like, you know, because you're not just giving like medical, it's not just medical. I just feel there is some yeah. kind of life yeah, coaching. There definitely is. I mean, I have done um, a foundation in counseling skills because 
you know, a, a couple of years into being an acupuncturist, I suddenly realized, you know, you sit with somebody for a good 45 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half, and people tell you their stories. And, you know, people tell you their, their problems and their issues. And, you know, you've got to be able to, you know, hold that space and empathize and, you know, treat people really sensitively. And to be honest, when you learn acupuncture, you learn acupuncture, the sort of you know the the social skills of acupuncture you kind of just pick up so that's why I took back to school to do a course in it because I, I realized I needed to have you know some good a little bit of awareness of of counseling and coaching because a lot of it is is that's what you do You've right got a lot it seems like it. it yeah and do you feel like you know if someone was like looking to work to 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 work with an acupuncturist? Do you think it's important that there is chemistry? Like you know, is it like yes. looking for a therapist somehow? A hundred, a hundred, a hundred, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Because it is a relationship. You know, it's you're working in partnership together. So you've got to trust that person. You've got to believe what they're saying. You've got to have that connection. And you know. You, you can't you don't know why you get that connection with somebody and why you don't it's not always obvious but I you know people don't immediately find somebody they get on with or that they you know feel comfortable with then I would really always say well go and look for somebody else it's, it's exactly the same as a, as a therapist you wouldn't sit in a therapy situation with somebody you didn't like or you didn't think shared your beliefs or values so yeah it's very similar Right. And then my last question in regards to acupuncture, you don't usually, there's no prescriptions, right? So when, when you, like, do you prescribe medication or is it more like natural or organic products or n none of those? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, an acupuncturist, so I use needles. But lots of acupuncturists are trained as herbalists as well. So um, because there's a, there's a few different branches to Chinese medicine. There's acupuncture, there's herbs, there's tweenar, which is like the, the massage And so some people do all three. So they maybe would um, prescribe a, a, a herbs, like a, a month of herbs. So I have a lady that, you know, if I think people need herbs, then I send them to see a herbalist, a really good herbalist in London. Um, but yeah, I just, I just use needles. Okay, cool. All right, well, cool. Well, thank you so much, Hannah. Oh, was, you're uh, very, very welcome. That was very, like... I've never done acupuncture because I have, have like, no, I have like fear of needles. I don't know. It's like okay. psychological, but I'd like to try yeah. it though. Like, yeah. I think, you know, I, I, I think I should get over the fear of needles, maybe close my eyes if it happens, yeah. but I've always been interested in the holistic approach of it, you know? Yeah. I think lots of, lots of people that I treat are, are afraid of needles and, and they, they're so desperate to feel better that they're willing to put up with the needle phobia but I think most needle phobic people who come are really surprised because you know needles that you I think the needles you're thinking of are the needles when you have your blood taken or whether when you're given an injection which are big needles right you know, right this and they're really thick and you know they hurt and they whereas, poke you like yeah and, and they hurt whereas acupuncture needles are like they're as fine as the hair on your head They're teeny right. tiny needles and, you know, uh, most acupuncturists, if they're really good at needling, you won't feel, I mean, you really don't feel any pain. Wow. All right. Yeah. So you, you sort of, you know, you find somebody and just have a few and see how you feel. That's how I always start with somebody who's needle phobic. I, you know, they do a few needles and then we see how they go and, and the vast majority of people are totally fine. 
Yeah, I have to try it. I have to get like, but I know for me, like personally, I think like I would, it would benefit me in terms of hormones. Like, you know, yeah. I do feel my hormones are all, are all over and mainly when I'm stressed or I have anxiety, I just feel yeah. it's all like I, I gain weight without even eating a lot. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's cortisol and progesterone for you. Yeah. That's the imbalance of those two. Your body kind of conserves energy because it's, think it's under fight or flight. Right. So it literally holds on to everything. Right. Yeah, it thinks you're in the jungle and you, you've got to run. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am in the jungle of Dubai. It's the concrete jungle, though. <laughs> no, but I like, you know, I, what intrigues me is that holistic approach, the, like, yeah. therapy plus, like, looking at everything, not just, like, that problem, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, I do yeah. feel like this is how, it, how our body kind of works all together. Yeah, and, I know? mean, it's, it's amazing, like, the, the, you know, treating women for period problems is probably one of the best things that you can do in acupuncture because it works so well. You know, you get such amazing results. And, you know, women suffer for years, for years and years and years, and they've never realized or never been, you know, not, not through their own fault, but because no one has ever educated. You know, I've got a 15-year-old daughter. I spend my life talking to her about, you know, how to have a good period because nobody ever told me that. I've had to learn that, and I'm 46. Yeah, so, because you're you know, told to have, actually, we're told that periods are supposed to be painful and you're supposed yeah. to suffer and it's supposed yeah. to be like a horrible time and you're supposed yeah. to be a psychopathic, like, yeah. witch. There's really, there's really <laughs> strong negative messages that are carried down through families about periods. And I was like, I'm, I'm stopping this. I'm not having this anymore because it's not true. It's just what we're told because that's what women, women have been told for hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years. And I think it really doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. That's why it's so important. The work that you do and like talking, yeah. even the, the, just talking to your daughter is so important, you know? Yeah. It's about having a different conversation and saying, you know, you, so, so, I mean, I don't know what it's like over there, but over here, like lots of teenagers are sent to the GP and put on the pill, you know, 16, yeah. 17, put on the pill because they have bad skin, not even because their periods are right. bad, but because they have bad skin. And then, you know, I do a lot of work in fertility as well. So I, I'm not treating periods, I'm, I'm treating fertility issues. And lots of fertility issues are often related to the fact that women have gone on the pill very early. They have no yeah. understanding of cycles, their cycles don't come back, you know, and, and in I their thirties, they struggle to conceive. So, yeah, that's the tragedy, though, because like, you know, when we were told to take the pill at the age of 14, 15, nobody said that like, OK, like 15 years down the line, you would have problems conceiving, right? Like they were, it was just yeah. like the one yeah. solution. And even here, yeah. like a lot of the women I met had problems like conceiving because they were on the pill for like 15, 20 years. Yeah. I was lucky I couldn't like I was too sensitive. I didn't manage. Yeah to take the pill it was it would drive me crazy actually yeah yeah like well small small nurses <laughs> right? i mean they just they just it just always astounds me that you know we don't look at other alternative ways to treat you know to help teenagers we just you know put them on the pill and you know there we go problem sorted it's it's, it, it's sort of lazy, lazy, easy medicine. You know, it's really outdated and old-fashioned and we need to be changing the conversation. Right. I, I do agree. And do you think there's something to do with the skin? Like, is there, like, are there other, like, is it, it is normal maybe to have these spots, right, during 
teenage yeah, years. Yeah, during the teenage years, definitely, because it's your estrogen and your progesterone, it's your whole menstrual cycle establishing itself. And, you know, the hormones are really, they are all over the place, but, you know, with time and, you know, with good lifestyle advice that you can, you can start to balance them. And, you know, if you wait a few years, then they will definitely settle down. Yeah, with women, we need our hormones. We need them. They are there to serve us. So if we suppress them with the pill, it's like, you know, no wonder there's like high rates of depression and, you know, all kinds of issues with the gut from taking the pill from a young age. So I think, um, you know, allowing your hormones to help you through your life is really important. And I'm not pill bashing either because I know the pill is good for some people, you know, it, it's right. it women's life but I think there just needs a bit more education and awareness about the consequences of taking it and maybe more education about the alternative options because there are a lot and people don't necessarily know about it exactly I do think it's important to have the knowledge so people can make the choices right yeah. like so I'm you all, can I'm, yeah I'm always always amazed that people you know just haven't I've got an awareness because no one's told them and I just think god we're 51% of the world why are we still having really bad periods yeah you know it's, it's like what if it if men had periods they would have been sorted out that's exactly that's exactly what I was telling my husband today I said if you guys had periods like it, you, you like you'd have better products you would have ways of dealing with it like you'd have days off probably also yeah yeah like yeah. you know it would be a competition of who's got the best period wouldn't it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how horrible but it's true though yeah. i do think yeah so. totally totally it's it's it goes you know periods go much deeper than you know a menstrual the monthly menstrual cycle it's so entwined into the whole you know, history of women and women's rights and women's health rights and how we're researched and understood and treated. It's like, you know, the period represents so many things that are wrong with the way that women are treated, I think. So I, I do think so. I do. And even in terms, because I was like, that's like in terms of medicine, I think medicine has been done from such a patriarchal point of view right so yeah. the way we deal with any issue related to women is a very much patriarchal way but i'm surprised yeah. that like acupuncture which is chinese is more balanced is it am i yeah, wrong it really is. yeah it really is and and there's a i mean i say that i think there's a thing in one of the chinese textbooks where they say uh, something about treating a man is a little bit complicated and treating a woman is, is like really, really complicated. And treating a pregnant woman is like really, 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 you know, like that there's like degrees of complication. <laughs> so there's definitely a distinction, but there is much more of a kind of holistic, let's look at this person as an individual as opposed to, okay, it's a woman with period problems. Let's, you know, give her some painkillers. It, it is a lot more unique um, in, it, in its approach. So yeah, it does treat women slightly better, but I think there's still room for improvement. Right, yeah, definitely. Cool, well, thank you so much for this conversation. <laughs> very welcome it's been lovely to speak to you i was really yes, excited likewise <laughs> thank you for sharing all your knowledge as well it was great pleasure anytime and um can i um put it or can i say i've been on it on instagram do you mind yeah of course yeah no for sure definitely okay. yeah all right cool and i'll send you a link once it's online for sure i'll send, oh, yeah, I'll send you amazing. an email yeah cool great i love that thank you <laughs> 
Thank you for listening, and don't forget to share, like, and subscribe, and participate in my first period project or the pad art. All information are on the site i-bleed.com. Thank you.